Welcome to Two Guys, Three Crowns, the podcast that talks about what it's really like to live in Stockholm, Sweden. I'm your host, Sean, and along with my fellow American, Rodney, we cover what's good, what's bad, what doesn't make sense, and what we can't get enough of. It's quite the journey, so join us for the ride. How are you doing today, buddy? Good, man. Good. Actually, I have a trip up uh, back to the States coming up soon in a couple weeks. On March 7th, I'll be headed back for a week, so excited to see friends and family and get a taste of back home, so looking is forward to Is your passport in order? Yes, the passport <laughs> is finally back in order. You know I had to you know I had to bring that up. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be back in order. I only have a, a few spots for visas left, so I have to okay. kind of play that dance and then the second I get back here, I have to get, probably get a new one and get pages. Uh, yeah, next next week is uh Sportlov. It's like a sport week. Ah. Here in Sweden, so all the or the majority of schools, I think the country is split up. I don't know if the northern and the southern portion, but I think I think they they're coordinated. But next week is so I, I'm talking to a lot of friends and family over here that are that are planning their quick escapes and, and getaways. A lot of people leaving tomorrow. Oh wow! Yeah, try to sneak in ten days. Um, but now is like one of those few times when the kids are out of school that you can pack up and, and, and make the getaway. A lot of people going up, they, they typically head up skiing. Oh, sure. I bet. Which is like, you couldn't get me up there. You talk about like lines to, to get stuff, limited item stuff at, at, at a Walgreens. You know, people uh, trying to get up to the slopes is, it's crazy busy up there. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. But we're staying, we're staying pretty close to the, my daughter's headed out for a, a swim meet. No, actually, a, a, a training camp. So she is hopping on a boat and heading to Orland, I think. Oh, nice. Which is nice. Nice getaway. Cool, yeah. Exactly. Mm. They have tax-free on that boat, so I was tempted to, to go along with <laughs> Nice. Yeah, anytime yeah. you can get the tax-free stuff. That's what we have to take advantage of when we're out in the States is coming back, load up in the duty-free before we get back to System Bolaget. Absolutely. I got, uh, there was one trip. It was, hadn't been here very long, but I know I flew home, uh, for a visit. And on the way back, I decided, okay, I'm going to buy a, uh, I think I bought a bottle of whiskey for my, my father-in-law. And I asked them in the store when I bought it, I said, okay, you know, it's going to be fine. Right. I'm taking this to Sweden. I was like, I'm not going to have any problems with security. And they're like, oh no, you know, no problems. But when I made the change i think it was in copenhagen it was uh, one of the other airports all of a sudden you know we went out and had to go back in through security again oh boy yeah so all of a sudden the bottle was no longer okay <laughs> you know and I, I could see the security guard as i'm walking to the security checkpoint he's looking at my bag you know with this box of whiskey in it and he's like oh yeah that's exactly what i need <laughs> You know, and uh, and they, they, he starts shaking his head before I even get there. You know, Jeez. and I'm thinking to myself, okay, you know, somebody somebody was was either not telling the truth or they were telling a their own version of the truth. So I, yeah, I right. got pretty, yeah, I I got pretty frustrated. You know, I'm sitting here with this bottle, and I'm looking at that guy smiling, thinking that he's going to get it. So I look at my watch, and I'm like, okay, I actually have about 15 minutes to get through the security checkpoint. So I turn around. I take the bottle and I run out 
uh, of not of the airport. It sounds really big. It wasn't that far, but I ran out to the taxi area, mm-hmm. and I went ahead and sold that bottle of whiskey to a taxi driver for <laughs> for a discounted discounted uh, amount. But I was I was so determined that that security guard at the gate wasn't going to get that <laughs> bottle. So um, when I came back, he looked very disappointed. I made sure that I was like counting my cash in front of him as I went through security. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but that was that was my my little tax free moment. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, we have to think about what we're going to stock up on. Not only tax free stuff, but also little goodies. Ooh. And we have like I think a year supply of Nyquil that we've gotten already yeah, yes. from trips back, so we're good on that. But yeah, have to think. No, of you definitely. I think the, I, I think that. I think the longer you're here, I know we definitely stock up on medicinals, you oh, know, yeah. the medicine stuff when we're back there. And it could be like the NyQuil. It could be Alka-Seltzer. Yeah. It's like one of those. Well, I mean, here you things. go into the Apotec and yeah. th- it's like, oh, uh, these are my symptoms. And they're like, okay, take a ibuprofen, paracetamol. Right. And you're just like, no, 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 no. It's, it's not like that. It's not a headache. They're like, no, no, <laughs> take ibuprofen. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> Somebody like, stuck me in the eye with a fork. You know, what do I know? Ibuprofen. <laughs> Ibuprofen's good for that, too. It's the the old Chris Rock skit. Put some Robitussin on it. Exactly. Duct tape. Yeah. Duct tape. Sil- it, silver tape fixes everything. It's crazy. I'm We're used to Walgreens. You go in there, and it's like a, a catch-all for everything. You got beach toys in there. You have, uh, you know, two rows for all sorts of medication. You have the one row for all the, quote-unquote, you know, herbal medications and right. all those weird things that may or may not yeah. do anything. And then there's clothes and makeup and all sorts of stuff. And yeah. you go in here and the apothecary fits in the size of a shoebox practically. No, I mean, it's, it, it, I noticed that when I went back, you know, the last trip that I was, uh, that I was back home, I went to the store to pick up Neosporin, mm-hmm. you know, cause a little Neosporin is like one of those things. There's like little cuts and everything, but Neosporin. Mm-hmm. So I go into the store and I mean, the rows and rows and rows. I mean, just allergy medicine. Oh, know, yeah. Is, is like. Well, then this, this... all that stuff is locked behind the case, right? Well, I mean, some of this stuff, I, I got carded, you know, when I when I bought it, <laughs> you know. I Yeah, I actually, and I, you know, that started a while back when, you know, the, the methamphetamine craze when oh, people yeah. were buying like going in and saying, I have a bad cold. I need five cases. Of Claritin, of, right? Of Claritin, right. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that, that's when I noticed how huge, you know, the assortment of, of medicinal, you know, things were. And what struck me as well was watching TV. Uh, it seemed like every other commercial, if not every commercial for a while, was some type of medicine, some pill. Yeah. Ask you your know, doctor. Was, Ask your doctor. Yeah, yeah. And it was, you know, and then they, they really rushed through the, the side effects. Oh yeah, you know, can yeah. cause you know can cause suicidal <laughs> thoughts. If you have suicidal thoughts, I was sitting there going, "Wait a minute!" Yeah, half the time the side effects are the things you're trying to treat with the medication. Yeah, but then they should have. Now that's what we should do. We should box up and sell a medication for the side effects of other medications. <laughs> you know, I mean, we would make a ton of money. It's like, hey, you know, you can take this pill and. <laughs> But it was uh, it, it was one of those things that uh, that struck me, and my mom didn't realize, you know, until I pointed it out. We were sitting there watching, and I was like, "Mom, watch!" I said, "The next one's going to be for some type of, uh, you know, some type of, of, of medicine." And yeah. Sure enough, heartburn you know, and acid reflux and antidepressives. 
Yeah, yeah. Erectile dysfunction. Oh yeah, seem to be. I mean, they they were they were throwing that one in there every once in a while, but no. But if you have a problem, or if you think you have a problem, then they definitely have a pill for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But what, what what are the type of things? So you're going to pick up some Nyquil. What, what well, are the we don't need you Nyquil, be? thank God. Oh no, you yeah. have a. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we have there. to see. I mean. You obviously can't bring back anything perishable. We probably like the sweets here better than the sweets and um, like mm. the little candies and stuff. Except okay. for Reese's. I got a hankering for Reese's Ooh. and you cannot find them anywhere here. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe. Yeah, no, I, you know, the first things that uh, I think my first trip back, it was almost like bringing in an extra suitcase. It was just like, you know, all the stuff that, that they don't have over in Sweden that I have to yeah. buy and bring with me and. But I think that what you realize is, I mean, it was a lot, it was a ton of snack food. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like all kinds of, you know, well, they don't have this. They don't have jujubes. They don't have red vines. They don't have, you know, and, and you realize that, you know, basically half of your suitcase of stuff that you're bringing back is is like sugar. Oh, yeah. Like sugar in, in wrappings. Or something that's um, been processed 18,000 different ways. Right. Like how exactly right. do you make a Dorito, you know? Yeah, a Dorito, Dorito that lasts for five years. <laughs> no, but they, thank goodness they have Doritos. Uh, I was bringing back mayonnaise. Man, you can get mayonnaise here. No, you can get mayonnaise now. Uh, I mean, we're talking thirteen years ago. Okay, you know, trying to find mayonnaise, you, it was like specific places, and any place the place <laughs> the place that I found that had mayonnaise actually had spam. So I was uh, I was thrilled. Double score. Yeah, most people are like, "Oh, spam! Why?" I was like, "It's my Hawaiian side." <laughs> um, Completely, but I mean, it, it costs an arm and a leg. Uh, the store that you can that you can buy, but you know, it was stuff. It was things like that. It was like French's mustard. Now you can find French's mustard, you know, here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was it was it was a lot of food items, and and that has gone down over the years. You know, you just realize, like you said, it's perishable. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the stuff that I was bringing back, it's like okay. Half a suitcase. Okay, guys, we need to sit down and eat this this weekend. (laughs) Gross. Well, then you also have to start worrying about what kind of packaging it's in. So anything that that travels with you in glass, that's a ton of weight you're adding to your bag, which means less stuff you can put in there coming back because you only have up to so many spam. Yeah, the spam thing. (laughs) You You don't know how many times, how many tears I've shed because those cans start coming out of my luggage. I mean, those things, <laughs> you know, I don't know if they're like half a pound, but I mean, I go to Costco and I buy like an eight pack of spam and uh, that's going to be at my mom's probably for the next eight years. I mean, I, I need to bring like a can, but uh, it's definitely the, the, the heavy stuff. Um, yeah. But then, you know, we bring back uh, Hershey's kisses. That's what I bring back. My wife um, has this thing for like her, you know, for like Hershey's, Hershey's hit, uh, hugs and kisses. But she's Swedish. Yeah, but she was over there for ten years. We got her hooked on, you know, okay. on the Hershey's. Say, on the Hershey's, Hershey's kisses are normally the one thing that you bring back just to annoy the Europeans. Because not only is it American <laughs> chocolate, it's like yeah. minuscule versions and extra weird packaging. Yeah, to wrap yeah. it all up. And in. I'm, I don't know how many times I picked that little paper piece. No, I've learned to not eat Hershey's Kisses like with the lights out. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, – no, I, I saw on – somebody put a post uh, on one of the expat sites on Facebook, one of the groups, 
you know, you go in there and, and people, you know, they list everything. I mean, there's so many discussions about stuff, but when they start looking at food, you know, it's like, oh, where can I buy this? Or, you know, has anybody found this? You know, where can I buy celery seeds? Um, and I actually did see somebody that complained about the toilet paper. And he says, well, you know, when I fly back to the States, I'm definitely bringing back toilet paper, <laughs> you know, and that that's kind of, I, I kind of draw the line. You know, I think that I can probably assimilate, you know, in, into a, into a, a country's toilet paper <laughs> stuff that just, you know, but, but then he also started bringing up like, uh, like brawny. Yes. You know, like that's exactly what I was going to say. Toilet paper and paper towels. Right. They're one of those things that yeah. you you have to get the good stuff. You can't get away with like <laughs> the organic eco one because it's like it becomes like half ply at that point. Right. You have to use right. like the whole roll just to sop up one thing. Whereas like one sheet of bounty, boom, you're done. You could, you could save it for a week. Exactly. It's like bounty. You just leave it on the. Uh... So the closest thing I've found is, uh, what is it? Lambi. The Ooh. brand Lambi for each. Okay. So that's like the closest thing to American. But yeah, we <laughs> we had so much trouble finding when we first moved here, finding like real paper towels because right. we kept buying the ones in like the the little mini Ikas. Yeah. The smaller versions. And they would be like right. the super cheap versions that was like yeah. just pointless basically. Right. But yeah, that and still on the lookout for dryer sheets, but I hear you can't find them anywhere. Uh, you have to put that on your put that on your list. Uh huh. Well, we've been getting by so far without them, but if my wife sees them, I'm sure she'll be like, "Okay, that's it. Get three boxes." Yeah, yeah. This episode of Two Guys Three Crowns is brought to you by Hiram Nordic. Yes, as in Rodney Hiram, my Hawaiian Swedish co-host from the San Francisco Bay Area. An accomplished graphic designer with more than 25 years of professional experience, let Hiram Nordic design your logos and branding systems, printed materials, interior and exterior sign systems, vehicle and transit graphics, trade show and in-store displays, audio-visual presentations, promotional items, logoed apparel, as well as websites and social media content. To find out more about their services or to discuss your next project, visit HiramNordic.com. That's H-I-R-A-M Nordic.com. This episode is also brought to you by Sean Doherty VoiceOver. That's right, people. We're plugging ourselves. An expertly delivered voiceover can bring any project to life. From corporate presentations and explainer videos to documentaries, e-learning, as well as TV or radio commercials, Sean works with clients of all shapes and sizes to take their projects to the next level through his dynamic vocal tones. Get to know the voice used by the likes of Electrolux, SEB Bank, PostNord, and more at seanvoiceover.com. That's S-E-A-N voiceover.com. It's funny, it was... Uh, seeing seeing brand names like uh like fila fila has been coming back with like this this passion the last i think probably two years i've been seeing fila logos and fila clothes popping up and here yeah ah. yeah it's like all of a sudden it's like the like the 80s are coming back yeah you know, that's probably, true 
the, know, probably the, between the the 80s and now it might have had some other reemergences but you know what i started seeing fila and uh you know polo shirts again you know like 10 years ago eight years ago those are another thing that just keep on coming back you know yeah. the, the one with the huge polo on it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, when i was back we went to costco on a shopping run and uh there was all kinds of fila clothes there was like Fila Piquet shirts. There was Fila sweatpants. Fila's, and those you know type of stores. I think that you know a shirt was like ten dollars. Yeah, nice. You know, whatever you do the math, you know, into Swedish crowns was that like ten times? Let's say say it's a hundred crowns, hundred and twenty crowns. Yeah. You know, where all of a sudden you buy that shirt over here and you're looking at three hundred and fifty crowns. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. While we're there, it's not just going to be about food. We're probably going to do a little bit of clothes shopping because mm-hmm. we have – it was within an easy drive from where we were living. We have this big, enormous mall that's all outlet stores, but uh, they are the high-end outlets. So it's your okay. Diesel and Armani and – Nice. off sacks and there's a sure. salvatore ferragamo so you can get like really 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 nice stuff for like next yeah. to dirt cheap because it's from two seasons ago or whatever sure so we might have to hit up there and see little sneaky finds yeah, no, that it, we can get it, it, the thing that makes it so hard about something like that is when you see the prices again yeah. because when you you know when we first moved over here and i think it's probably common something that most ex, uh, expats experience is that your you know your your mind turns into this calculator you know mm-hmm. where you're constantly you know trying to do the the conversion you know okay let's see how much is that and how much is that and uh i think it probably took me probably took me the better part of a year to like shut that off because there is no real way that you can do that conversion without getting sick <laughs> <laughs> when you see how much you know you're paying for something over you know over here and then realizing that you know what is the the tax sales taxes 25% here. Yeah. You know, so whatever it is that you're looking at, you know, and buying back in the States and you look at the price that you're going to pay over here, you're automatically adding like 25% before you even talk about shipping stuff, you know, over. I think California has a sales tax. It used to be like 8%, like eight and a half percent. Yeah. That was considered high, right? Yeah. And time. I mean, and that's a, that's a, that's a heck of a difference. Yeah. Um, you know, when you, when you compare prices like that. But that, yeah, that first year, I mean, everything, the time, my jaw-dropping experience was we had bought our car from my cousin, uh, a Saab. And I remember the first time we of went to go Of course it fill... was a Saab. Yeah, yes, yes. It was either that or that other Swedish car. There's another one. The name escapes me right now. But uh, we, we went to the gas station and I'm sitting there and I start pumping gas in there. And I'm not really you know paying attention in the beginning. I you know put in the hose and I start pumping and the, you know it doesn't do the old ding, 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 ding. But I'm looking as it starts climbing up and I'm doing the conversion in my head and I'm sitting here going, wait a minute, we just passed $50. Well, yeah, gas Hold is on. like, yeah, not only like, that, on. you're converting currency 60. and then you're trying to convert gallons to liters. Yeah, but I put I, I calculated afterwards, and you know I put a hundred dollars of gas into the car. Jesus! And I just about fell out. I was like, I can't believe it. I was like, that would have been twenty five dollars at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's wild. So yeah, definitely got to hit the clothes. Got to hit a little treats at the grocery store, and we're already picking out 
you know, which are the restaurants, like our old favorites that we want to hit while Ooh. we're there. That's that's okay. key. Key. Okay. What what what's like what's the number one don't miss well, the, restaurant when you go? The number one that we know we're gonna go to because we didn't get to go to it last time, it's this place called uh Saki Room. Ah. Which is directly across the street from where we used to live and it's like a typical Miami sushi restaurant kind of place. But their okay. speciality is that when they do, I would say probably 40% or maybe half of their menu is yeah. rolls where the fish is on the outside. It's riceless rolls, they call it. So in place huh. of the rice that would right. be holding the roll together, it's like yeah. pieces of sashimi with then yeah. like a crab salad stuck in the middle. Wow. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's amazing. Holy wow, that sounds you gotta take pictures. Oh yeah. Definitely. Take pictures. I want to see pictures from this trip. <laughs> and I definitely want to see the riceless sushi roll. Absolutely. Wow. So yeah. That sounds really healthy too. <laughs> well, yeah. Mm. And there we can get it's not just salmon for sushi. There's mm. the tuna and then there's the white tuna and all that all that stuff. So Yeah, and that's it's it. funny that you mentioned that because eating sushi here is just like salmon. It's like salmon, (laughs) you know, and I had asked them before, I was like, you know, because I love sashimi, you know, I love sashimi. And, you know, if I can just get sashimi, I, I, you know, go for that. But I had Mm -hmm. asked them one time, I was like, well, you know, can I get sashimi or, you know, tuna instead of the the salmon? And they were like, no, 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 nay, nay, nay. Yeah, you don't want that. uh, I was like, I was even willing to like bargain and be like, hey, I'll trade you six (laughs) salmon slices for two tuna nay 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 <laughs> my spot when i go home that's been this thing uh as soon as i meet my mom <laughs> my i got people on facebook giving me such a bad time i go to a place called round table pizza okay okay and round table pizza is you know there are so many like really good and nice pizza places like more exclusive and you know like the the big pizza pie pizzas mm-hmm, and the specialty mm-hmm. this is just like your run of the mill pizza but you go in there and you know my favorite is this thing they call the king arthur special <laughs> which is like this <laughs> like huge the pizza. theme i'm getting it yeah i'm getting it oh man but it is stacked you know full of stuff and the flavor combination of that pizza is amazing and that's one of the things that i miss because i mean there are I mean, I, I think it's almost like a Swedish requirement that you have a minimum of four pizza places, you know, within a eight block radius. But I mean, there's pizza places all over and it's the, the thin pizza no, that I've never. I think you're mistaken. Really... There are no pizza places in the entire country of Sweden. This is not pizza, what we have here. It's something else. I mean, no, well, no. I mean, okay, well, <laughs> what, they, what they sell and what they label as pizza. I'm firing <laughs> those <laughs> shots right now. Let me, I'm let letting me, okay. it fly. No, and, and you know, and when we lived in the states, my wife was like, "Oh, I can't wait to get home, you know, and eat Swedish, you know, Swedish pizza." And when we moved over here, I was like, "All right, when are they bringing out the real pizza?" <laughs> I was like, "It looks like they forgot fifteen of my ingredients." Yeah, I mean, in the but, states, we're having, or what was it, a year or two ago, the big debate about whether you can put pineapple on a pizza. And then I get over right. here, and there's banana. I'm like, "Oh, don't oh, yeah. even." Yeah, no, it was a uh, chicken curry banana peanut you know, uh, on a on a pizza but it, it, it it's just funny because that just happens to be you know on on the top of my list is you know we make a beeline basically 
from customs at the airport straight to round table pizza mm. so i can so i can get my pizza fix and nice. then i there's a ramen like authentic you know japanese yeah. ramen like real ramen <laughs> uh, that's another another one of my and then good tex-mex mm. like uh oh <laughs> yeah we the latter of those two i would say we probably don't have the authentic thing in South Florida. I mm. mean, ramen, it's probably like a Latino's interpretation of what ramen is. And then Tex-Mex, it just becomes Chilean or Peruvian, tons right. of Peruvian or Cuba, yeah. Cubano, get your ropa vieja and ah. all that kind of stuff. But yeah. Yeah. So. No, it's, uh, yeah, there's something about ramen. I, I ate ramen here in Stockholm. You know, I went in, I found this place and looked at the pictures and went in for a lunch serving and ordered this beautiful, huge bowl of ramen. And it looked just like ramen supposed to look. But as soon Uh as I, yeah, as soon as I took a bite of it, you know, because like real Japanese ramen, just the broth, Mm -hmm. you know, the time that it takes for them to make that broth uh, and whatever kind of like chicken stock, they had used in this other ramen again it looked great it just didn't taste <laughs> it just did it just didn't have that ramen taste yeah 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 that's so funny well i would say that too probably about the tapas restaurants here a few we go to around town did you say you say topless tapas tapas oh sorry 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 get okay. your mind out of the gutter there okay okay sorry <laughs> so we go to a couple around town. There's one down the street from us that's really nice, uh, Boca Grande. But it's mm-hmm. just not the same. I mean, you can't compare when you're in a city full of Latinos from everywhere. Right. So the one we that I think is also on the list for when we go back is this place called uh, Buya. So B-U-L-L-A. And they wow. do this dish that will change the way you think of potato chips for the rest of your entire life. Wow. So it's like homemade potato chips, but like super thin, like thin, like commercial potato chips. They do really, really well. And then there's like this truffle foam that goes on top with pieces of, I would imagine, it's either prosciutto or jamon serrano, Mm. and then a poached egg on top. And they serve it to you in this bowl. And what they do is the server breaks up the egg so the yolk starts running everywhere. And then they mix everything up. And you think, the potato chips are going to get soggy. What are you doing? Hey, what are you doing to my potato chips? Yeah, but they don't. They stay crispy the whole time. I don't know how they do it, how they fried those potato chips. But it's like the flavor is just unbelievable. That sounds Everyone who goes there, I say, you have to get these potato chips. It's ridiculous. You have to you have to open up. You have to open up like one of those little food truck things. That's like Sean's amazing thin potato chip <laughs> food thing because that sounds with the truffles. Well, here I'd have to charge you like five hundred crowns per plate. So you could put it like on Klarna and, and have like a, you could pay it off over like three years. <laughs> but what about what about Swedish food? I mean, what what's your favorite Swedish food? So I would say kebab. 
Like, that's not Swedish. Come on. I lived in London for a year. That's where I got introduced to proper kebab. Yeah. After yeah. a night of drinking, going and hitting the kebab shop and then rolling home. But yeah, it was funny, Mike. Adrian, the last time we went back to uh, to the States for a visit and we came, he was like, man, the first thing I do when I get back to Sweden is eat kebab. And it just kind of. <laughs> well, you yeah, figure but... it's base. The way I look at it is kebab is the European equivalent of Taco Bell. You don't eat yeah. it at normal hours for a normal meal. You go right. there almost like a Denny's when you're wasted at odd hours of the night <laughs> and you eat stuff that you really aren't supposed to. Yeah, but it tastes amazing at the time. But exactly. Don't let the light shine on it. Just no. eat it no, in the don't dark. Look. You'll be good. Don't look. Just eat. <laughs> but I would yeah. say I typically say anything Swedish that involves salmon of any kind Typically okay. can't go wrong. Okay. Um, the one traditional thing that I that always jumps into my head is um, Wallenbergari. Ooh. It's like the big. Yeah, yeah, the giant meatball kind of yeah. thing that's like yeah. different kinds of ground meat, like a lamb or something in there and stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah, that's amazing. Which is kind of like yeah, the what... meatballs except giant, delicious, unctuous form. Giant, giant Swedish meatball. <laughs> yeah, and you get one. Yes. <laughs> now, what do you what do you think about uh, what about like herring? So, what about Swedish pickled herring? I had it uh, before. Thinking? I've even had I had it when I was a kid, actually, for hmm. whatever reason. Like, if, when we go would go to my grandparents' house, they would always do like cocktail hour, right? And they would put okay. out um, cheese and salamis and crackers and that kind of thing. Um, and then all the adults would have their beverages. And I remember they would every now and then they would put out herring, like in the sauce and all that stuff. So mm -hmm. it's something I've always kind of had, but I can totally see how it's like, um, like a Marmite thing. Like if you've never yeah. had it before, you would stick it in yeah. your mouth and go, what the hell is this? Yeah. Yeah. Like a, like a love it or hate it. Yeah. Kind of a. Yeah, no, it always threw my uh, my friends for a loop growing up. Uh, we always did like traditional Swedish Christmases and and holidays. And yeah, that pickled herring is, you know, if you're not like culturally, if you, if you don't eat that growing up as a part of, you know, what you do, it can definitely throw you for a loop. Yeah. Well, it's like that creamy texture with a fish that's kind of like an... It, like a sardine kind of texture. Uh, and then yeah. it's got kind of an overall creamy, soury taste. It's just like so many things that <laughs> an American diet says you, you're going to be hitting the bathroom pretty soon. Right, but, right. <laughs> but you don't. I mean, it's people eat it all the time. It's, you know. Now, have you tried Kelly's caviar? I have. I even okay. brought that uh, back home last time we went. Okay. Yeah. That I can get down with Kelly's. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like hard-boiled eggs. Hard-boiled egg and then like some colors on it is. Yeah, yeah. Because it's so salty. It's such an intense. Yeah. But I would say if you've – if you like Thai, then you'll probably be more open to that kind of flavor because it's that like underlying fermented fish kind of flavor. Right. So it's got like an intense saltiness, like an anchovy paste, but it's that kind of very – fermented fishy kind of aftertaste under there that I would imagine mm. a lot of people can't go for, which you get in a fish sauce. Yeah. It's a very similar thing. So that's right. But yeah. 
I don't know. I have to come across other Swedish oddities that I'm sure I haven't even heard of yet. Things that I can't pronounce that I probably thought were just another word in a sentence, but they're actually food. When you go to the airport, because I was there not too long ago, on your way back is uh, the Swedish fika. They have Swedish fika in a box. What? Like when you when you <laughs> yeah when you're going through tax free and watch it, you'll see you're gonna laugh you're gonna be like oh that's what he was talking about. They have uh, a couple of I I don't know if there's actually coffee in it but it's like a, a Swedish fika box with like typical you know little. I don't even know what they call those. Uh, what do they call that? They call them dumb sugara here. It's like a, they call it a vacuum cleaner. It's that little kind of, it looks almost like a, like a ding dong, <laughs> like a, okay. you know, like those hostess ding dongs, okay. but it has like that green. Wow. What? Like no, a but, princess cake green kind of thing? Yeah. Like that. You know, but it's those small, it's the smaller mini pastry. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's kind of like a ding-dong cannoli kind of shape, but it's that weird, like, completely artificial green. But green. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I've seen that. But you can pick up a couple of, uh, pick up a couple of those fika boxes to take with you. And I think it actually says official Swedish fika or Swedish fika. Yeah. To perpetuate the myth among all the tourists that... Fika is a piece of food and not a thing, an event. Right. Who has the best fika? Oh, you're asking controversial questions now, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> fika score. A fika score. No, uh... <clears throat> but yeah, one thing I've been dying to try is uh, the pastry that they have now until sometime next month in March. It's, Ooh, um, I know what you're talking with about. The, the giant like whipped cream thing in the middle. Oh yeah, that's a, a sem semla. Semla, yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But there's like some isn't. So it looks kind of like a muffin with the top cut right. off. So the top sitting on top, and then there's a bunch of like the shape of soft serve ice cream, all in mm-hmm. kind of a coil. But it's like a whipped cream. But then there's something in like the stub. Of the base. Exactly. Right? There's like some kind of extra sweet thing. It's, yeah, but it's uh, mandelmasa. It's uh, almond. It's uh, so like a marzipan? Exactly. Jesus. It's like a marzipan mix in there. Uh, and one of the places that uh, we have down here in Nina's Ham is a little bakery. And I think that they won the award for, wow. if not Sweden's best. I mean, it was like some huge award and they're really, really good. But I would imagine yeah. within two minutes after finishing that thing, you go into a sugar coma. Well, the thing is, like, how do you attack it? <laughs> you know, because there's no real way. It's it's almost like, you know, like ordering one of those huge hamburgers. You don't really know where to take the first uh, bite. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> because you have the little lid mm-hmm. and you can take the lid off and actually use that to scoop and eat some of the whipped cream. Ah, that's the strategy. You know? Okay. Right. And then you kind of start attacking your way around the outside. But if you bite into the side, then you end up getting whipped cream on your nose. Mm-hmm. Now, this is just what people have you know, told me. It's not that I eat those. Very often. <laughs> yeah. No. But yeah, that's one of those not... things where you look at it and you're like, mm, I want to try that. But then you're like, I need to sit down with a Swede and have them tell me how to eat that because it looks we, real complicated. They, they, 
Oh, you got to watch like some kind of YouTube instructional film <laughs> on, you know, on, on how to, uh, on how to eat a Swedish semla. Yeah, it'll start. Hey guys, uh, thanks for tuning into my new YouTube channel. Today we're going to be blah, 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 introducing it for yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah. Don't so my friend, my friend lives in Stockholm and he sent this over. Yeah. Don't and... forget to, don't forget to hit like, and subscribe, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> It's like the the Sir Strumming the the Sir Strumming challenge, but the the Semla Sir Strumming. Oh, wow. <laughs> you haven't had Sir Strumming? I I've never even heard. Well, I may you, have heard of it, but I have no idea what it is. Okay, I'm not going to go into it. I'm gonna all I'll say is go onto YouTube and uh, and look for the Sir Strumming challenge. Yeah, okay. And uh, and and then and then we'll talk about it afterwards. All right, cool. Deal. And that is it for this episode. I want to thank you guys so, so much for tuning in. But now we want to hear from you. What are the things you can't live without and you have to pick up every time you go back home? Let us know on our Facebook page. And also, let us know what else you'd like us to talk about. Until next time, this has been Two Guys, Three Crowns.